Hey, this is Kieran with episode 11 of my mini rants and part of my story or journey as a soccer coach at the high school level here in Ohio. And what I wanted to do this week was just kind of break down what we or what I have been doing with my players through our Zoom meetings, via text, email, team app, all the things that we've been doing to connect with the boys during this whole COVID um, pandemic and talk about what we have been focusing on and working on for our mindset. Um, So the first thing that we really focused on was the idea that our brains are wired to focus on the negative. Your brain is created in a way that it wants to fix things. So it recognizes things that um, aren't working and then is always looking for solutions. Um, And what, what we found out is that when you ask players about their game, They'll talk about how it was, but they are very quick to point out the things that didn't go well. That's how your brain works. Um, So it always focuses on those things. And I talk about with them um, the idea of if you're young and you, let's say you're walking by and a dog runs up to you, maybe bites you or barks at you and scares the the living daylights out of you, that negative or experience, even if as you grow up, you have a thousand positive experiences with dogs that lick your face, they roll around, they let you pet them, um, you can hug them, all those great things that animals can bring to you and pets can bring. But still, there's always that that little negative thing from that one experience. And so one of the things that we talked about was the second week. So that was our initial thing was to get them to recognize that our brain is wired in a way that we focus on negatives. But the big thing was to kind of let them know, hey, we can actually work on this. It's just like any other part of your life, any other part of your soccer game. As much as you work on your technical, your tactical and physical, you have to work on your uh, the mental side, the social, um, physical uh, type of side. And so the second week we talked about what is self-belief? What's the, how, do, how do I get to the point where I'm confident on the field and I don't let mistakes eat at me? Um, and so we talked about that during the second week of the ability to be confident, play free, play as if you know everything is just wonderful and you're crushing it and you're in boss mode and you're just you know playing at your highest level um, and able to continue to just play all the way through. So then, of course, the question came up with, well, what things or what techniques can we use? And so the techniques that we talked about, and there were four of them that we shared this past week, and we're going to continually talk about and revisit, and I'll be working one-on-one with the players um, in individual meetings, and right now it's via text and what have you. But um, So the first one that we talked about was, one, stop listening to your mind and start talking to yourself. So the mind is constantly looking at negatives. It's always picking up little things like, oh man, that should have been a better pass. No, talk to yourself like I am going, I can, or I will like doing these positives. So I can statements are huge. Um, I can, and I will dominate this game. I will win my 50 fifties. I will make great passes. I will make great passes. Like you just keep telling yourself over and over again, um, kind of positive affirmation. The second one that we 
um, talked about was dream game, the ability to sit there for five to 10 minutes and actually just visualize what it looks like to play your boss game, you to crush it, no issues, you're flying around. Um, What do you see here? What's the weather like? What's the other team look like? What's the body language that you have? What, you know, what's it feel like in your body? Is there a sense of energy in your core? What, what is um, you playing with self-belief? What is your, what is the ideal game for you playing with 100% confidence? Um, the third one, and this is one that we actually re- touched base with a little bit today with the co- with the players, was the idea of picturing success. Every single player um, has come to me and we've through conversations and said, "Hey, I struggle with like my first touch, or I struggle with striking the ball, or I struggle with my um, weak foot, or winning headers, or." Finishing. So the next one that we wanted to talk about, and this will be something, you know, we'll, I'll specifically, like I said, work with the players on, is picturing success on a specific, so a smaller version of the game. So instead of doing the dream, the whole game kind of idea and your teammates and all that pl- playing around you, this is a focus on, like, for instance, my finishing. So this is me picturing myself getting into the box 1v1 and slotting the ball by the keeper. What's it feel like coming off my foot? Where do I look before I t- place the ball? Where is the ball? Is it in the air? Do I roll it around him? Do I fake a shot and take a touch outside of him and finish? Like, these are things that you can rehearse in your head. And the cool thing about it is, that what you do in your brain, your brain cannot tell whether you're actually doing it or not doing it. So for instance, if you've ever had a dream and you just pop up in the middle of it and your heart is racing or you might even be sweating and your breathing is kind of heavy, you weren't actually being chased or you know you weren't running or doing anything. You were sleeping, but your mind doesn't know the difference. Um, and that's the power of positive thought that we're trying to kind of in input into the players and then the last one is focusing on your strengths like continue to work on your strengths um, but also flip your weaknesses I think one of this is huge for me when I read through it was the idea of continue to crush what you're good at so if you are a monster on the right side and you whip in crosses with your killer right foot continue to be that monster does that mean that you neglect the fact that you need to be able to use your left foot or that you need to be a better 1v1 defender or that you need to be able to beat a player off the dribble 1v1? No, you need to work on those weaknesses, but you don't want to um, focus on your weaknesses and let your strengths kind of go to the wayside. So the idea here was and another, like I said, we'll have to keep working with the players and having conversation of what, you know, what do you consider a strength? Keep working on that. And what do you consider weaknesses? And these are things I think our players, especially the youth level, don't think about enough. They just think about, I'm going to show up to a game and I'm going to play. Um, so right now, this is foundational. This was, uh, like I said, it's from Daniel Abraham's uh, who is up on Twitter? Um, all these ideas and stuff he shares in an ebook that I got from him. It's just so, so good. Um, and I love it because this first part, like I said, just that foundation of just opening their eyes up to the idea of habits, um, what you do impacts your progress, your development. Um, we've got players now that are focusing more and more on their morning routine when they get up. 
um, getting a glass of water, getting something to drink, taking a moment to now maybe do my dream um, sequence of a game or maybe I picture my success or maybe this is when I start to either write down my positive affirmation or I start saying it like today I'm going to focus on being the best that I can be I'm going to be the best that I can be I'm going to be the best that I can be like it just continues to go over and over and over again um, I personally feel as I get into this the mental side is huge um, especially at the high school level. I don't, you know, there are some teams that are just juggernauts and are just, you know, filthy good from one through 13, one through 14 on their roster. Um, but I think the majority of teams are very equal across the way. Um, and the only difference is there's mental little breakdowns. Um, I don't know if I would say teams are mentally stronger. I think there's just more mental breakdowns by one of the teams uh, so it's almost like who doesn't make the most mistakes ends up winning. And then sadly, there's that, you know, that 10%. So there's the 10% that's, uh, you know, monstrous. There's that 80% in the middle, which it's more like who doesn't, who makes the most mistakes loses. And then there's the bottom 10% who sadly just doesn't have the talent or the, the mental capacity to, I think, you know, the equation wise, get it done and be successful. So I think for my group at Middletown, we've got to continue to get better mentally. We've got to build our confidence up. Um, But I think if you were to ask players, what do you do to help your confidence? They're just going to look at you and have no answers whatsoever. So I am trying to build a, like a backpack of tools for my players so that I can continually repeat to them like, Hey, when I say, Hey, have you been working on your dream game or picturing success or whatever technique they pick? The other cool thing was when I shared this with them, I said, Hey, which of these four do you like? Cause that's the one that you're going to focus on. Not all of these fit everyone. Like not everyone's comfortable with talking to themselves, but some are, are good at like, Hey, if I take time before I go to bed and give me 10 minutes and I'll go through my game and I can see it, I can feel it. And I do that every day and I keep building on it. They'll get better and better and better. So some people kind of were asking me about what things I was doing. Uh, with the mental side, we are going to continue moving on. We're kind of taking a break to kind of let all of this soak in. And then we will start talking about what do you do on the way to the game? What are you doing when you walk off the bus? What are you doing warm-ups mentally? What are you doing to prepare? We'll talk about in-game and then at, after the game. How, how do you deal with wins, losses, your play, all that type of stuff afterward? Um, and then there's a section that we're going to deal with, which deals with focus one of the biggest other struggles that people or the players came up with was um, i don't want to let others down or i let i have a one bad play and then i feel like i can't focus and i'm done Um, so those are some things that we have to keep going we're going to keep building but i'm super excited about the start and this is something i'm so excited about really for the younger players so all of my incoming freshmen and my sophomores i'm looking at man after three four years of really working at this and pounding at this um i really hope that we can get this program into a spot where we're not only competitive but we're just solid mentally and then now we say hey if you're one of the top 10 percent we're going to give you a run for your money. If you're one of the 80%, we want to take care of business. And if you're the bottom 10%, we want to take care of business as well. Hey, this is Karen, Middies Soccer Family, brick by brick.